Well, look at what he said about NATO. Think about the fact that he went and he said that if they didn't pull their weight, that they would, and then he would not defend them. But he took it a step further, Neil. He went and said that he would, if they didn't pull their weight, he would encourage Putin to invade them. Now, I want you to think about this for a second. You know, I try really, really hard to, I think it's really important to be open-minded and malleable to other points of view, especially points of view that differ from your own. I welcome that here on my channel. Um, as long as it's respectful, as long as there's critical thought and you know constructive insights, um, no matter where you come from, what context, what background, whether you're this, that, right, left, blue, red, I don't care. I want to bring this country together. This channel is not about divisiveness. It's about you know really just coming together as real true blue human beings and talking about things that have impact on our lives. And when we go online and we go on our phones, et cetera, et cetera, uh, just quite naturally, because that's how these um, algorithms work, you're only really being fed um, information, content, et cetera, that caters to your specific outlook, your ideology, your perspective, your background, what you believe in. Uh, you're only really exposed to things that reinforce that. So I try to go out of my way. And I'm going to share with you some videos of, you know, what's what I've been noticing. And the title of this video, when I say that I've worked with these people, stick around for that. I'm going to talk about exactly what I mean about that. Uh, I opened up with this video of Nikki Haley, and you heard what she said when she said that, uh, you know, this guy is encouraging a thug to invade other countries. She said that on national television. Then she wonders why she's so unliked. Then she wonders why in her own party, she's more popular in the Democratic Party than she is in the Republican Party. None of that is true. And I'm going to show a video from Liz Cheney. I know she's one of our favorites. <laughs> I'm going to show a video of the nightmarishly... Um, ridiculous Klobuchar from Minnesota who I, she should be I don't know she should just go on a cruise and relax because nobody cares about what you have to say I mean nobody does and then I'm going to share with you uh, probably the most um, egregious in my view I'd love to hear your thoughts on this Pelosi and Pisaki the Pelosi and Pisaki duo P coming to a theater near you coming to a town near you it's the uh, the thug the thuggery Vladimir Putin Russian scare tour. I'm going to share that video as well. But first, uh, I want to share a video of Liz Cheney talking uh, to Jake Tapper recently, and let's analyze this uh, and kind of figure it out. Uh, we'll talk about it. Um, together because it's important that we again using aristotle's principles of audience purpose message it's really really important to exercise your sovereignty your critical thinking skills otherwise you're going to just absorb these things as truth you're going to absorb these things as ironclad uh, sincerity which they're not and it's going to impact your decisions for us as a country and the globe so let's take a look at this first video and then we'll talk about it. So this is this is Liz Cheney on Jake Tapper's show talking about how 
Donald Trump is the Putin wing of the Republican Party. Let's check this out. Well, you say doing what Donald Trump wants him to do. Donald Trump has not responded directly at all to Navalny's death. Last night he was attacking prosecutors at his rally in Michigan. He's posted dozens of times on his Truth Social media app calling Biden an incompetent president. So it's not as though he hasn't been speaking. Um, this is the likely Republican presidential nominee, Donald Trump. How do you feel about the fact that he has not said one word about Navalny? He's had harsher words because Americans uh, don't care. about Letitia James, the attorney general of New York, they than he's had about groceries. Vladimir Putin. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, you know, Donald Trump, as you pointed out, uh, said just a few days ago that uh, he had he had told a NATO ally that he would encourage Putin to do whatever he needed to do, whatever he wanted to do. Uh, he, he's basically made clear that uh, under a Trump administration, uh, the United States is unlikely to keep its NATO commitments. And I think that Republicans uh, who understand the importance of the national security situation, who continue to support him, are similarly going to be held to account. You know, when you think about Donald Trump, for example, pledging retribution, um, what Vladimir Putin did to Navalny is what retribution looks like in a country where the leader is not subject to the rule of law. Um, and, and I think that we have to take Donald Trump very seriously. We have to take seriously the extent to which, um, you know, you've now got a Putin wing of the Republican Party. Uh, I believe the issue this election cycle is making sure the Putin wing of the Republican Party does not take over the West Wing of the White House. The Putin wing of the Republican Party? Did Russia grow and attack Poland, attack other Eastern European countries? Did, did Russia attack Ukraine under Trump? No, I didn't think so. Where did Vladimir Putin really exercise his strength and power under whose regime, under whose administration? Say it again for the people in the back. Yes. Joe Comatose Biden. Under Biden, under Comatose Biden's administration is where we've seen Hamas attack Israel. We've seen Iran kill American soldiers. Proxy war giving hundreds of billions of dollars to Zelensky to an endless war with no idea, no plan, no strategy of what the outcome is, what the desired outcome is, when's this going to end? It's just going to turn into Vietnam all over again. Um, but but yet, Trump is the Putin wing of the Republican Party. He's the one who is siding with a thug, siding with the next Hitler, who's telling our NATO allies, these people have no clue how negotiations work. These people have no clue how actual discourse conversations uh, uh, uh when two opposing rivals or entities come to the table of mediation of discourse and negotiate they have no clue how the real world works or do they think they can pull the wool over your eyes or do they know exactly how the world works but they choose their dangerous weaponized rhetoric carefully what do you think in the comments? She went on to say this. Check this out. Okay, before I show this video, I just want to show you this is the official uh, Twitter X account of the Biden-Harris campaign. This is extremely, extremely alarming to me. And I, and I wonder if it is for you as well. Um, they tweeted this out. And we're going to watch this video in just a second. But listen to the language here. Trump telling Russia 
to invade Europe is dangerous. This is not a, uh, uh, an internet personality or just some random troll or just some random you know, freelancer or random whatever account. This is the official account of Biden-Harris. And they are saying that Trump is telling Russia to invade Europe, which is blatantly, unequivocally the exact opposite of what really happened and what he really said. You want to talk about taking things out of context. It shows a complete lack of understanding of America's role in the world. It's a disgrace. It's completely uninformed and ignorant. So let's let's hear what uh, I can't believe it. That's an official account. So listen to what uh, listen to what Cheney says here. The thing, um, it's completely uninformed and ignorant and dangerous. NATO, in my view, is the most successful alliance probably in the history of the world. And the extent to which, really? because of American leadership, we have been able to lead those free nations of Europe, we've been able to guarantee security, but we've been able to deter exactly the kind of uh, uh, thing that we're seeing happen today in Ukraine, because NATO members know, and because our adversaries know, that if there's going to be an invasion of a NATO country, we'll, we'll come to their aid. We will all come to each other's aid. And I think one of the things that is so... Uh, misguided about this current debate, people like J.D. Vance and others who suggest that we should just uh, abandon the Ukrainians, is if Putin wins in Ukraine, he's telling us, he's saying, you know, the Baltics are next, Poland is next, really? NATO member countries will be next. If, really? if Putin wins in Ukraine, the security system, and he knows this, the security structures that have maintained peace and security and freedom since the end of World War II, um, will begin to, to unravel. Nowhere, no way, no how has there been any evidence to support or corroborate what Liz Cheney just said. There's been no, um, there's been no intelligence. There's been zero uh, uh, information that would lead us to believe that if we don't stop and if we don't have this proxy war through Ukraine, uh, against Russia, that he they're painting him out to be this Hitler. Like, look, I'm not on Putin's side. I'm not on Russian side. I'm America first. I am USA first. But listen to what I just said. First, we've got people in this country who can barely survive, and they are working their asses off. They're working two, three jobs just to put food on the table. They have zero extra cash, zero disposable income to enjoy themselves, take a vacation, take their kids out to the park, uh, some to Disneyland. Disneyland's so expensive. Groceries are so expensive. No leisure time, which is going to lead to massive mental health crises that this country has never seen, probably in the next four, five, ten years. We can't even imagine what the ramifications of that are. These are not bums. These are not people who, you know, don't want to work. These are hard-working, true-blooded Americans who cannot, I mean, literally, they cannot sustain this. They're living paycheck to paycheck. It's over 50, 60% of Americans right now are living paycheck to paycheck. America first. We must stop the evil Putin. We must help Ukraine. We must send hundreds of billions of dollars. We've already sent billions of dollars over there. What's become of that? Where is the end? What's the strategy? Is it too much to ask? Like, what's, you know, can I get a little more info here? Hello? Hello? Info, party of two? Just a little knowledge, party of two? 
Ding, ding, ding. Hello. I'm giving you all of our taxpayer money, all our blood, sweat, and tears. I can barely feed my kids. I'm giving you all my money. We need some kind of idea, some kind of concept, some kind of blueprint, some kind of outline or plan of what is the desired outcome and when is that going to be achieved? I don't think that's too much to ask. Do you? But the narrative, Trump is Putin, Trump and Putin, he's all about Putin. He's telling NATO, we're going to let Putin invade you. We're encouraging. Let's play what Trump said. Let's play what Trump said. And we got our allies to pay their fair share and bring it in over $400 billion to NATO. They weren't paying their bills. You've been reading about it. I've been saying, look, if they're not going to pay, we're not going to protect, okay? And Biden has said, oh, this is so bad. This is so terrible that he would say that. No. If they're not paying their bills, and most of them weren't when I got there, and when they asked me a question, they said, does this mean one of the heads of one of the countries, at that time we had 28 countries, of which seven were paying their fair share, which was still low, but seven. The United States was paying for almost all of it. It was terrible. And I said, what's going on? They said, Bush will come in, make a speech, and leave. Obama would come in, make a speech, and leave. Nobody would say anything about it. When I came in, I didn't make a speech. I looked at the numbers. I said, these numbers are terrible. Nobody's paying their bills. And I told them that. And then I came back six months later. I said, now you have had time. But one of the heads of the country stood up and said, does that mean that if we don't pay the bills, that you're not going to protect us? I said, that's exactly what it means. Exactly. I'm not going to protect you. Yeah. You got to pay your bills. And, and it's not... It's not so blunt. It's not so literal. This is part of negotiations. You, 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 it's hard, tough negotiations. These are global issues that affect billions of people's lives. It's not just us Americans. It affects the entire globe. The United States, okay, their policies and NATO affects the entire globe. So, yeah, I mean, it makes logical sense to me. If you don't pay your bill, guess what? I'm not going to defend you. I mean, that's like a a basic common sense fundamental contract. You pay me for a service, I'm going to deliver that service. You don't pay me, you don't pay your bill, you don't pay your invoice. Where is my incentive to honor the contract? I mean, it seems pretty, am I crazy here? Let me know in the comments, am I nuts? But the narrative continues. Oh my God, he's telling Putin to invade Europe. He's going to invade Poland. He's siding with a thug. Listen to one of our favorites here, and then we're going to get to Pelosi Pasaki, the Pelosi Pasaki tour coming to a theater near you. I mean, the idea that the former president of the United States would say that he, quote, encourages, encourages a brutal dictator to invade our allies and that the United States of America would simply stand by and watch. No previous United States president, regardless of their party, has bowed down to a Russian dictator before. And now we are seeing an example of something I just believe that the American people would never support, which is a United States president, current or former, bowing down with those kinds of words and apparently an intention of conduct to a Russian dictator. The only thing that frightens me more than Tombstone comatose Biden, 
resigning is the fact that she would become the first female president of the United States. And that would be an absolute travesty. That would be a direct um, rebuke to everything this country stands for, to let her. I truly believe, I don't like to criticize people ad hominem or personal attack. And this might come off as a personal attack. Uh, I don't believe in personal attacks. I truly don't. I don't think she has a soul. I genuinely don't think that she has a soul. Speaking of soulless, <laughs> are you ready for the Pasaki Pelosi tour? So Cheney, you know, uh, uh, Kamala, Nikki Haley, um, we haven't even gotten to Klobuchar yet. Holy macadamia, not this one. Um, Check out Pasaki and Pelosi. You're going to love this. Putin is probably the richest person in the world. Probably the richest person in the world. Forget all these ratings that people have. The richest person mm -hmm. in the world. He's also the most, well, not the most evil, stiff competition for that honor, but nonetheless uh, among the top three or four most evil people in the world. What does he have on Donald Trump that he have to constantly be catering to Putin? Telling Putin, go into these countries, NATO countries. NATO was there go to stop the, he didn't say that. Russia, to keep Russia out. They had been successful for nearly 75 years. We will celebrate that uh, security success. And then we have, what's his name? She, I usually have him nameless saying uh, he doesn't support NATO and, and uh, uh, invited, encouraging Russia to invade NATO countries. No. He, he who shall not be named. I know Voldemort well, so he there's another guy kind of like oh, him. What God, do you think? Crazy. We're all wondering this question, Speaker Pelosi. What do you think Putin has on him? I mean, it sure seems like something, as you've said a few times, given that he refuses to criticize him, that he seems to be a fanboy yeah. of him. Fanboy. Are, are you worried well, you at know, all? Uh, okay. during the Mueller... Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. But, uh, first of all, first of all, we must be sure that he does not step one foot into the White House, not as president or not as anything. He has brought disgrace to the White House, to these presidents. I talked about George Washington. It's also President's Week for uh, Abraham Lincoln. When Abraham Lincoln died, it was embroidered in his coat that night at that theater. One country, one destiny. And he gave his life to unify our He's country. Grave, and now we have someone who had the honor of serving in the White House, didn't consider it an honor, didn't consider his oath of office to protect and defend the Constitution. And on this week, speaking out the way he did about Navalny shows you that he is a person without values. He looks like he's going to be a person without dollars either, but the values are what concern us. Yes, the, the dollars. So I don't know what he has on him, but I think it's probably financial. I think it's probably financial, either something financial he has on him or something on the come. Yeah, well, let me something ask you that. that. You, you, oh, my God. It is, it is genuinely difficult to listen to her speak it's it's like the wicked witch does she remind you of the wicked witch of the east is it just me or the wicked witch of the west i don't know i haven't seen uh i haven't seen wizard of oz in a long time putin fanboy he's telling them to invade he's telling them to invade these are not 
these are not com these are the kind of conversations that should literally take place in the backyard of some villa okay by two retirees who should be nowhere near public office nowhere near a camera that reaches millions it's it's just it's like oh he's telling can you believe it's like it's the, the kind of thing that when you go over to your grandma's house and you kind of just like listen to like you listen to that and you just go it's just grandma it's one of those you dismiss it as like don't worry it's just grandma she doesn't know what's going on she doesn't have that much time left just leave her alone it's pity you should not be in front of a camera broadcasting this mindless gossip to millions of people and and i don't blame pelosi pelosi is completely out of it she's worse than tombstone biden Pasaki should be the one that checks her. Pasaki should be the one that does her do, do, due diligence. Pasaki should be the one that does her, her research. But no, that's not part of the narrative. That's not part of the narrative. Cheney, Nikki Haley, who a lot of people think Nikki Haley is just a, a cover uh, Democrat in the Republican race. Um, Liz Cheney, Kamala, all these, it's, it's not part of the consortium. It's not part of their narrative. And then last but not least, um, we're going to look at Amy Klobuchar. And then I'm going to tell you what do I mean by I've worked with these people and I know them better than anybody. Check out this uh, clip from Klobuchar. And people are going to have to decide if they want to go back to that chaos or look at someone that actually has the proof points of working on bringing costs down. Uh, he is running against Donald Trump. And time and time again, the voters have made clear where they stand on Donald Trump. Independents, <laughs> moderate Republicans. Yeah. They want to support someone who believes in democracy and has led the world against tyrants like Vladimir Putin, as opposed to so, Donald Trump, well, who literally a week ago said that Donald, that Vladimir Putin should be able to do whatever the hell he wants. Those are exact words are where she said they, as in Russia and Putin, should be able to do whatever the hell they want. Senator, and what happens now? Uh, one of his leading opponents yeah. dies. Let, Vladimir Putin's let's, opponent. Let's, we're going to talk That's about all we're of dealing that. With. He we're was the best thing we can do is to make sure we have the backs of the Ukrainian people. That is the best thing. Sanctions? Because when you look at what this funding is for, it is for making sure our own troops in places like Poland are funded so they can be a deterrent for any additional Russian evasions, because who stops Vladimir Putin if he marches right into Kiev, yeah. marches right into Ukraine yeah. from going further? I've stood on that border. I have been in Poland. I have been with President Zelensky in Ukraine. And this is an international crisis. So the consequences yeah. are what has happened so far with Ukraine killing or injuring over 300,000 Russian troops. But the consequences are, will mean nothing unless we stand with our allies and stand with Ukraine. Uh, Again, more of the narrative. These are the people who the establishment has been sending out, sending them out there to spread the word. That I mean, they're they're you can tell they're absolutely frightened. You can tell they're terrified. They know they see the writing on the wall. I said in another video, I don't think Biden's going to be the candidate. I really don't think he's going to be the candidate. They Super Tuesday is still way off. Um, I don't think they're going to announce it uh, until maybe after the State of the Union or even during the State of the Union. I think something is going to happen because Biden, it's just going to get worse and they're going to bring in their superstar. I think it's going to be either Gavin Newsom, Michelle, God forbid Kamala, but we'll see what happens. But here's what I mean by the title of this video when I say, I know these people and I've worked with them. 
I worked in higher ed for a very, very long time, for decades. Uh, teach, I've taught at pretty much every university you can imagine, both online and on site, especially in California, where I live, in Southern California. Um, pretty much every university, state, private. Uh, and I've also taught online abroad. I've taught online East Coast, across the nation. So I've, I've really taught in multiple capacities. These are the same kind of people that I dealt with that, that literally just, they are the reasons that people can't stand their workplace. They are the reasons that people quit. These are the people, these are the, these are the kind of people who make life hard on everyday, normal, hardworking, just human beings who are not so uptight, who are not so rigid in their thinking, who are not so automaton and robotic. You know what I'm talking about. Right now, you watching this, you've been around people like this. I mean, they're lying through their teeth. There's not a lot of things that I'm good at, but my uh, you know, uh, absolute black belt comes in reading people. And I'm telling you right now, these guys are LADs, lion ass dogs, pure and simple. Um, there have been universities that have gotten rid of me and the fashion that they did it was very similar to what they're trying to do with, with Trump. They're creating a narrative to justify to themselves, to assuage their guilt and do it legally, do it through these bureaucratic protocol soulless narratives so that it looks good from a PR and optics standpoint, but it also assuages their very own guilt. I did everything by the book. I, I, I placed this, I positioned this, I planted that, and now I'm delivering. It's soulless. I've worked with these people. I know exactly what makes them tick. Um, they are corporate automatons, corporate robots, mechanized, humanless. Uh, I know it sounds harsh, but I'm telling you right now, when you look at what Trump actually said versus what all of these uh, uh, I mean, these are people who are highly elected in uh, elected in high level positions, high level positions. You've got former Speaker of the House. You've got the Vice President of the United States. You've got former Congress. I mean, these are not you know uh, uh, these are not just people that uh, 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 that that have not uh, um, built a career, a profession, a st distinguished career. These are people in high-level areas of life. And they're creating this narrative that is duplicitous, wrong. It's, it's dishonest at best. And so this is kind of the whole purpose of this channel, is to bring to light by looking very, very carefully at the choice of language, the choice of narrative, narrative and storytelling. Principles of rhetoric, ethos, pathos, logos, audience, purpose, message. These are things that some of the greatest tyrants and some of the greatest leaders have used throughout the history of time. Whether it's leading a corporation, a government, a small tribe, a family. These principles are eternal and they have stood the test of time. And they are the lens that if you're not aware of them, you will blindly biasly subscribe and opt in to ideologies that are counterintuitive, dishonest, and bad for you, bad for me, and bad for the entire country. 
I truly believe, I know it sounds crazy, but I truly believe we're all connected. So if you're running your family, let's say, and you may think, well, it only affects me and my family. No, no, no. You're a part of this thing called the human race. You're a part of this thing called society. Everything you do and say affects. It is a ripple effect. I truly believe that in every fiber of my being. This is the purpose of my channel. Just to, I'm not trying to make you believe anything. I'm not trying to convince you of anything. Just trying to raise awareness. This is what's happening. This is what they're saying. This is how they're saying it. And the more aware you are, that is your sovereignty. That is your power. The better you are able to make intelligent decisions that affect yourself, your family, myself, and the greater good of the entire society and human race. I truly believe that. I'd love to hear what you guys think. What are your thoughts on what all of these uh, highly elected officials, uh, what have all these people have said about Trump, what Trump has said? Do you? What do you think about what I've said? Do you think that um, this narrative uh, is, uh, it's, it's got holes in it, this narrative is solid, do you think that they're telling the truth, that they're dishonest? I would love to hear from you. Let me know in the comments down below. I try really, really hard to respond to all the comments personally. Uh, it really means the world to me that you're here, uh, and I look forward to it. And by the way, really quick before we go, if you might be thinking like I'm thinking, that the impact and the effectiveness of this narrative is i mean completely uh, uh, uh i mean it's just it has literally uh, zero value this is why they have enlisted john stewart john stewart on the daily show which his ratings are going up the roof now that he came back john stewart is not doing this because he had a problem at apple i'm going to do an entire video talking about this john stewart is their golden boy he is the establishment especially the democratic caucus and consortium's golden boy he is their golden ticket who's going to rein in i think he's going to sway a lot of people over to their side way more than pelosi can way more than cheney can way way more than kamala can i'm going to do an entire video on that so stay tuned make sure you subscribe follow in the pin comment is our free newsletter it's absolutely free uh, just give us your best email so you'll always be in the know. There's a really good chance they're going to delete this YouTube channel because the people here at Google are, you know, they've been known to do that with channels like mine. I don't want to say it out loud um, because they're always listening. <laughs> so make sure you sign up for our free newsletter. It's absolutely free. We do not spam. We don't share. Check out these videos right here to go a little bit deeper, especially this one that I just posted. Subscribe and follow. God bless you. God bless these United States of America. And I'll see you soon.